Hi, and welcome to Friends of Brother Adam. My name is Dennis, and I'll be your host for this evening. We are going to be doing something that I, I don't know, I, I don't really find it interesting, but it's part of the course, and uh, maybe we can share some stories and make it fun. <laughs> um, but uh, we are going to be talking a little bit about maintenance checks and services. Um, as you know, uh, I was in the military and, uh, it was a big thing for us to do our maintenance checks and services, um, prior to, during, and after use of any, uh, thing that we had in the military. So <laughs> to me, it's just kind of second nature and it's not really, you know, woohoo, <laughs> but, uh, um, we probably need to cover it because this is helping you learn how to beekeep and maintenance checks and services is one of those things that will help you be a better beekeeper. So, uh, before we jump into that, let me, uh, put a little plug in for, uh, at friends of brother Adam, you can find us at HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash lbry dot tv or you can find us on odyssey o-d-y-s-e-e dot com and uh, just in either one of those you can search at friends of brother adam um, this is a platform that is um, utilized for uh, video for audio for documents it is an all-around video or all-around good um, social platform, and I encourage you to come visit me on that. I have several uh, videos on there that are not of my making. <laughs> um, they have been archived from the internet. We are losing a whole lot of our internet knowledge because of the uh, cancellations that have been happening um, due to political correctness, etc., etc., and uh, so I felt that I needed to start downloading some of the things that I learned from the internet and some of the people that I respect from the internet so that um, there'll be a few more copies out there. And uh, I don't charge anything for you guys to come over and take a look at those things, but it's something that I would encourage you guys to do. Um, um, all beekeeping is local and a lot of these people are from other areas and they are, um, what I would consider an expert in their area of operation. So, um, go and take a look at them and see what you can find. Also, you can find us, uh, at Friends of Brother Adam, um, just about anywhere, uh, podcasts are, are put. Um, I belong to a podcast group that takes my podcasts and broadcasts them out uh, royalty free. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, they do broadcast them out and uh, they um, allow more people and more platforms to collect and to uh, um, listen to our podcast that we have here and the things that we're doing. So um, I'm grateful to them for that. However, I do not receive any remuneration. In the uh, JPEG that uh, 
they use to advertise my show. Um, there is a little um, square, oh, I forget what they call it, scan code um, to donate Bitcoin. Um, if you'd send a little bit of Bitcoin my way, I'd really appreciate it. It helps me so that I might be able to purchase some of the uh, uh, electronics that I need to make this a better show. Um, I'd sure like to get a new uh, computer to <laughs> work on OBS so that I can I can actually make this uh, uh, a video rather than a podcast with uh, a blank <laughs> uh, screen. So, um, and... Uh, when you guys help out that way, it really helps me out. But make sure you guys, uh, if you're finding value, to like and subscribe. It sends people my way. Um, and it, it sends uh, a message to some of these uh, businesses that this is a subject that is liked and, and uh, that they want to use. So please do that. I appreciate that. Um, so we're going to jump into this. This is, again, D1. No, as I were, D5. Operate and maintain trucks, trailers, and accessories. And I would put in there, as well as all of that, um, all power tools, all um, blowers, all uh, um, centrifuges, everything. We're just going to be talking about uh, checks and services and maintenance in general today. And I'd really like to encourage you guys to... Uh, start doing this as as a way of uh, uh, taking care of yourself and the uh, um, machines that keep us in business. So without further ado, jumping into this, um, preventative maintenance checks and services this is from Wikipedia. <laughs> um, in the United States Army or in other branches are checks and services and maintenance performed before during and after any type of movement or before any use of all types of military equipment most pieces of military military equipment have pcm or pmcs charts used to go over every detail needed or noted to ensure proper function of every mechanical item or non-mechanical surface a PMCS check is required before, during, and after a piece of equipment or vehicle is used. Checks are also done at weekly, monthly, and semi-annual, annual, or biannual interview or intervals, depending on the specific part. Doing a PMCS check every time the equipment is used may reduce the number of failures. So if you don't want your uh, centrifuge to die on you in the middle of a honey harvest, good to do. Um, this reduces the number of injuries during training exercises and for us it would reduce injuries during um, beekeeping um, to improve effectiveness in combat and increase the operator's ability to implement their equipment. Um, one of the things that PMCS does is it gives you the knowledge of how to use the equipment and the points of um, um, destruction and the points of error that happen in your equipment and being able to uh, repair and regulate that is very important. We always say in the military that you have to be 
3% smarter than what you're using. Um, most things in the military have directions on the side of it of how to use it. Um, for those people who are um, either have the thousand yard stare, who are scared to death, but they're trying to do what they need to do, or for people who um, have never picked up a certain item but are forced to in order to defend their um, area of operation. So um, they have all these instructions on the side, but you do not really know your equipment until you start doing your PMCS. So that's one of the good things that I have learned with the military. PMCS checks. Um, mm -mm. Okay, so um, I would encourage you to take this particular uh, knowledge base that, that I learned in the military and apply it directly to beekeeping. Um, when you have managed to do that, you will find that your equipment, you don't have as many costly breakdowns. You will find that your impact on the environment is much less. Um, and you will find that uh, any repairs that you do, the, the cost of them will go down immensely. Like I'm talking immensely. Um, if you find that your, um, let's say for example, your bobcat loader, the oil pan uh, screw has fallen out that, that um, you used to change your oil and you, you notice that there's some oil in the ground, um, it's a good idea to, before you start up the vehicle, to um, look underneath your vehicle and look for any puddles, leaks, or anything like that, right? Because, you know, um, we care about the environment and we don't want our bees getting into any of the uh, fluids that could cause a lot of difficulties, right? And uh, also, we don't want to impact the environment negatively. So we'll go and clean up that oil that's leaked underneath that oil pan. We'll go and get ourselves a little uh, screw to, to screw up the hole and uh, we'll refill the oil, check to make sure it's not leaking underneath, check the dipstick to make sure you got enough, not overfill it. And then uh, then you can start looking at firing up your, uh, your uh, bobcat. Um, if you were to just leave that, jump in the bobcat and go, um, the synthetic oils that we use nowadays are wonderful and will protect your vehicle even when empty. However, I want you to know that that grinding crunch and the stop of your engine, um, you know, half an hour, hour later is due to the fact that you did not do your primary checks and services and uh, you'll end up replacing the whole entire engine rather than at the beginning replacing a little bit of oil and putting in a screw in the bottom to, to block the hole. So just take that into your life and, and, and your, your beekeeping, please. So any maintenance activities such as an inspection, servicing, or replacement that is performed as a part of a scheduled plan rather than in a, in a response to a breakdown can be considered preventative maintenance. And what is the purpose of this? By identifying components or parts that are wearing out and repairing or replacing them before they fail is 
an effective preventative maintenance program. Any preventative maintenance program can be thought of as having four general components uh, according to the Complete Guide of Preventative and Predictive Maintenance 2003. For the program to be effective, each component has to be working well. The Complete Guide describes the components as following. Engineering. Does the maintenance schedule require right tasks at the right frequency to identify and remediate any critical wear? Economic. Are the scheduled maintenance activities worth doing economically? So are you just going to write off the piece of equipment and buy yourself a new one? When all costs associated with equipment failure are factored in, such as downtime, safety considerations, does it cost less to keep maintaining the asset than replacing it? People. Psychological. Are employees who perform the preventative maintenance sufficiently motivated and trained to do this detail-orientated work correctly. If you have a Joe boy or somebody who is just out helping you beekeep and you say to them, hey, jump in that uh, um, bobcat there and use the fork or go pick up the forks and bring it over here and we've got to move these bee colonies. If the guy doesn't do his PMCS prior to firing up that machine, you need to get rid of them. Plain and simple, you just need to get rid of them because you will lose more stuff, you will lose more things, more, uh, you will have more injuries and that guy has not been trained and does not know what he's doing. Because <laughs> if you forget to do this, you are not trained, you are not doing what is appropriate. Now, if it's a kid, and uh, they're learning about this kind of thing, you take them aside, you explain to them what you're doing, why you're doing this, and let them know that if they don't do this, here's your motivation, you're gonna not have a job pretty quick if you don't do this, okay? So that's what you need to do. Um, people who are not motivated to do the or detail-orientated work correctly will not they'll go through the motions and just jump in the vehicle and go. Okay, so important. Uh, maintenance is uh, management. Is preventative maintenance built into business process and operations? Are the operations systems designed to produce good preventative maintenance outcomes? So this is you if you're running a factory beekeeping operation or um, production beekeeping. Um, if you as the boss haven't written this into your business plan, you are wrong. All right, so, and according to a technical training resource, any preventative maintenance program should be clearly defined, well-documented maintenance activities for each piece of equipment. It should also be regularly reviewed and adjusted as necessary. So this is just to let you know, uh, bosses, um, if you do not have this stuff and the department of making you sad comes along and says, I want to see your books and you don't have this stuff included in that, you will find a very sad, sad boss <laughs> because they will tell you you are wrong. Just like me, you're wrong. If you don't have PMCS in your business plan, in your, um, all of your your stuff 
dealing with um, all, all of your paperwork, then you're just gonna end up being very sad. All right, so talks about lighting. Inspecting lighting on a regular schedule. Make sure your inspection list includes all lighting in your uh, facility and around your beekeeping operation. Check all exit lighting for proper installation and function. Interior lighting, all proper installation and function. Um, exterior yard lighting for all installation pro uh, um, and function. On the vehicles, you need to go around and literally you need to turn on your turn signal after you've done your your first part of your, you know, your machine off inspection. When you turn your machine on, you need to go and turn on your turn signal, go to the back, take a look at it, go to the front, take a look at it, turn on your headlights. Uh, you need to have somebody step on the brake with you to the side and a safe distance behind so that you can check the braking lights come on. You need to check your work area lights, so your spotlights that help you light up the area that you're going to be working in. You need to be checking all of your lighting because it is very important. It will get you in trouble. It will injure people. You will run over things that you don't see. And beekeeping, unfortunately... <laughs> doesn't end at sunset so just so that you know bees go to bed and that's a great time to stop up the entrance and pick them up and move them great time so you need to have your light your lamps and your lights taken care of you need to replace any non-functional lamps you encounter when lamps begin to fail consider relamping them as a group so if you're changing the front head or front signal light, make sure you change the front right and the front left as well. Because if you're changing them as a group, one is probably going to wear out and then the next one's going to wear out. And for you to take the time to figure out how to change one, you might as well do both of them and the expense isn't that much. Same with headlights, same with spotlights, same with yard lights. When you're replacing one, replace them all. That way they're on the same schedule and you don't have to replace one at a time 15 different times. Um, you need to dust and clean the dirty lamps. Um, um, having a backup light doesn't matter at all if the backup light is covered with muck. Um, having a backup alarm that goes beep, beep, beep when you back up. If that's plugged up or if it's shorted, because uh, workers love to short those out so that they don't have to hear beep, beep, beep all the time and they don't have to wear hearing protection, which is a sin. Um, they, they disable these things and if it's disabled, it's not going to warn anybody that's behind there when they start backing up. Check uh, safety. Check for inventory and restock all first aid kits, eye wash bottles, stations, ensure safety signs and equipment labels are in good condition. Inspect and clean respirators. Inspect fall protection harness kits. Um, for those of you who are climbing up ladders, uh, um, pulling bees out of, out of houses, make sure you wear your fall protection. And it's important to inspect your fall protection prior to putting it on, prior to uh, trusting your life to it, okay? Change the batteries and smoke and carbon monoxide detectors, flashlights, test instruments, okay? So these are just going over some of the things that you need to do. Um, 
So if you have air things like uh, air or oil um, on your Bobcats, you have high pressure oil systems. You'll need to check those as well because when you get injected with high pressure oil or gas or anything like that, it's not a fun day. As a medic, I was working out on a, on a base, a Canadian Forces base, and we had a guy who got injected in the eyeball with um, gasoline from a high-pressure line. Uh, that was one of the worst eye injuries that I have ever, to date, seen. Um, we life-flighted him out. <laughs> um, it's serious business. So I want you to know that when you're dealing with high-pressure lines, air filters, um, oil filters, uh, gas lines, gas filters... Make sure you guys are wearing your PPE. Make sure that you guys are doing your primary checks and services because you could end up having an injury that not only ends your beekeeping career, but makes you lose your sight or, or your life. Or It's just, it's just got to get done. You want to change all air filters according to your schedule. Check all blower motors in the operation for excessive noise or vibration. So, you know, if you turn on your vehicle or whatever and you're hearing something rattle that didn't rattle before, you need to find out what it is, pallies. Okay, so just go and take care of it and take a look at it. Uh, clean motors and duct work. Um, when you're cleaning motors or when you're cleaning stuff that has a fan, please turn off the power source. Check your instruction manual to make sure that you don't have an independent power source within the uh, um, the fan. Um, some some engines, even though they're turned off, if it senses that they're hot, it'll turn on the fan to keep them cool and to cool them down. Well, if you're cleaning uh, your uh, blower or your motors or or anything else, and you're sticking your fingers in there where the fan is and that thing independently turns on, you guys have just lost your fingers. Congratulations. Um, I ended up going to, um, on, on the oil field, when I was an oil field medic, I went out to a call that somebody had been cleaning the power plant uh, cooling fan, and it had independently turned on. And even though all the power sources were off and disconnected, this darn thing turned on. Guy lost, I think, four fingers and uh and nicked off a bit of his thumb so and we searched for he was in pain in the back of our uh, mtc um and we were searching for his bits and parts of his fingers <laughs> i mean not cool um so make sure that you guys if you're doing maintenance and services um and it's a vehicle make sure you chalk them Put a block underneath the tire on both sides of the tire so that it can't roll. Make sure that you guys are disconnecting power sources. Make sure that your keys are out of the damned ignition so that it's not going anywhere. Or if you have to have it on and turned on, you have somebody supervising behind you so that if something were to go wrong, they can rescue you. Okay, so just... Just have that in mind. Um, we're going to secure loose guards and panels, inspect all electrical connections and hardware, test all safety controls, check for proper operation of the interior unit, and during the cooling season, 
we're going to inspect uh, condenser motor bearings, inspect condenser coil, air intake discharge, check refrigerant piping and insulation, check to loose guards or access panels, check the operation of exterior unit, um, inspect compressed air lines regularly, investigate any leaks in piping, tubing, or fittings, replace clean air filter elements at least quarterly or as necessary, depending on the application, monitor oil levels on air compressors, pumps, and replace as necessary. All right, so um, we're going to go into... Uh, um, Oh, now with uh, every single thing, there is an operating manual. Um, if you do not have the operating manual, because we have this wonderful thing called the internet, you can look up your operating manual and uh, take a, a boo at what you need to do. Um, there are always ready-made lists for these kind of things. We've just been rattling off some of those lists. Um, I want you to know that... Uh, a lot of it will not apply to you, but as you start getting bigger, more and more of these things will apply to you. Um, as a hobby beekeeper, um, when you go through your kit, and I would encourage you to start putting together a kit of tools and things that you need uh, out in the field while you're working. Um, when you go through your kit, you're going to be looking for any sharp edges. Um, our hive tools are awful. Um, they come from the store with knife type edges and you don't need them that sharp. There is absolutely no reason you need them that sharp. You need to dull those things up. Um, take them to a grinder and just kind of dull them up a little bit. Uh, dull the uh, edge corners. I have opened up a thumb on one of those things and it's just not fun at all. Um, also, you guys know that um, we do primary checks and services on hive bodies that's right the wooden boxes we go through and make sure that they're going to function when we use them okay so this this applies to just about everywhere when you go and you pull out a queen uh, cage you're going to do a checks and services on the queen cage you're going to make sure that it hasn't been exposed to any pesticides you're going to make sure that it still has the one side of cork in and you're going to Make sure that if you have to replace the candy, that you replace it with the appropriate candy so that it, it melts under uh, constant licking of the bees so that they can release their queen. You're going to make sure that the netting is in place, that it doesn't just pop off. You can lose a lot of money with your queens if your netting is off because they'll just pop out of the netting and crawl out into the, into the hive and maybe they're not ready to accept accept the queen and they'll just kill off the queen so even something as simple as a, a stupid queen cage you're going to do your primary checks and services on your wind blower that you use your leaf blower that you use to blow away uh, bees um, so that you don't get stung all the time you need to do checks and services on that you need to check the, the um, fuel line you need to check to make sure it's not blocked you need to check the air intake area that it's not blocked. You need to, um, you know, make sure that you're not going to, if it's a pull start, you're not going to rip off your arm trying to pull start the damn thing. Okay, so there's a lot of things that you need to check and make sure that things are 
going to work before you use them. Listen to the shakes and rattles as you're using them. Stop to investigate if you hear something that you've never heard before. And for heaven's sakes, um, make sure that you're checking your lighting and, and all the things that you need in order to do your job later in the evening. It's very important, guys and gals. Um, other than that, I'd like to encourage you guys to uh, stop by and uh, visit um, me at uh, Library TV or at Odyssey. Um, also, if you guys have any questions, please make sure you guys email me. You can reach me at fatbeehoneyranch at gmail.com. Um, I still haven't been kicked off of Gmail yet, but uh, I expect it'll sometime so soon happen. But until that time, please email me with any questions or suggestions that you have for our um, our our classes here. Also, if you guys are needing, if you guys are local and you guys are needing some extra help, I will help out. <laughs> Just, you know, uh, send me an email and uh, I can, I can walk you through some of these things that you need to learn. All right. Um, friends, make sure you do your checks and services. They're very important. They will save your bacon more times than not. As usual, have a great day and don't get stung.